It's Tuesday, January 9th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, we dive into a complex legal battle unfolding in Wilcox. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Earl Mitchell is a retired American football defensive tackle? He started his college football career at the University of Arizona in 2006 before being drafted by the Houston Texans in the third round of the 2010 NFL Draft. Mitchell later joined the Miami Dolphins in 2014 under a $16 million contract but faced injury setbacks and was released in 2017. He then signed a similar contract with the San Francisco 49ers, starting all 16 games in his first season. However, he became a free agent in 2019 after the 49ers declined his contract option. Briefly joining the Seattle Seahawks, Mitchell announced his retirement later that year, only to return in 2020 for a second stint with the 49ers, contributing to their Super Bowl 54 appearance. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. This case centers around a 10-acre property in Wilcox subject to a tax foreclosure and a state judgment. Our story begins with the Arizona Attorney General's Office challenging a decision by Cochise County Superior Court Judge Jason Lindstrom. The core of the dispute lies in the interpretation of tax lien law. The state, represented by Attorney General Chris Mays, argues that Judge Lindstrom's rationale in a 2019 case is fundamentally flawed. The contention? A $26,000 judgment in favor of the state, recorded in 2016, should have been given precedence over other claims on the property. Here are the facts. Curtis Lee Kuhn, the property owner, failed to pay taxes between 2008 and 2018. As per Arizona law, these unpaid taxes became a lien on the property. Cochise County Treasurer Kathy Trawick, in her administrative role, auctioned these tax liens. In 2019, an individual named Richard H. Williams purchased these liens and sought to foreclose, aiming to gain ownership of the Coon parcel. However, the state stepped in, claiming its judgment recorded in 2016 against Coon's parcel for $26,463 was superior. This judgment stemmed from a court decision in Maricopa County related to Kuhn's business, Kuhn Well Drilling, although the details are not fully explored in this litigation. Williams challenged this, noting his efforts in keeping the property taxes current and pointing out the state's inaction in collecting the debt. Judge Lindstrom's 2023 ruling sided with Williams, allowing him to proceed with foreclosure. The state's judgment, he ruled, did not trump the tax liens despite remaining unpaid. This decision is now under appeal. The Attorney General's office argues that while property tax liens like Williams's are generally superior, there's an exception for liens held by the state. They cite legal precedent suggesting a private tax lien holder cannot override a state lien through foreclosure. Williams has until February 5th to respond, and the Cochise County Attorney's office might also weigh in, representing the county treasurer. 
For now, Lindstrom's ruling is paused during this appellate process. This case illustrates the intricate dance of legal principles, property rights, and governmental claims. Stay tuned as we continue to follow this developing story. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, navigating low salaries, pandemic worries, and burnout. Many teachers will tell you this is the job description of modern educators. The result is an expanding mental health crisis among U.S. teachers, a problem so dire that many are leaving the profession. Milan Andrade of Cronkite News has more on the story. COVID-19 changed the dynamic of the classroom for students and teachers. A recent RAM report finds 73% of teachers feel frequent job-related stress compared with 35% of other working adults. 28% experience symptoms of depression and 59% of teachers report burnout with higher rates among teachers of color. For one Arizona educator, low pay and lack of support has driven her to find another job out of state. Even before the pandemic, teachers were overworked and underpaid but now some, like Michelle Caparati, have had enough. After working in Arizona for more than two decades, she's taken a job in California with better pay and benefits. She'll fly back and forth to see her family, including a son with special needs. I sometimes have to decide how sick is my kid. Is this, you know, $75 copay sick? Or is this something I can manage at home? Which no parent should really have to think about, especially, you know, someone who's dedicated their life to education. Caparati, who taught in the Chandler Unified School District, said the pandemic made the tough situation even worse. She recalls what happened when some districts didn't immediately return to in-person learning. Teachers suddenly became villainized, and we became the reason why schools weren't opening. And if we had any opposition to schools opening, if you go back and watch school board meetings, I mean, the things that were said to me, the things that were said to my peers, um, is appalling. Burnout is a growing crisis among America's teachers. A report by the National Education Association shows that 55% of teachers are considering leaving the field earlier than they had planned. The numbers are even higher among Black and Hispanic teachers. There is data showing that teachers are increasingly more stressed. Uh, they are leaving the profession. You know, people are talking about the mass exodus of educators from the field. People are taking on second and third jobs. They are having to travel huge distances just to get, you know, to secure jobs where they can financially uh, make do. In Arizona, Cabarati made about $60,000 a year. She'll be making double that in California. Her husband will stay behind to take care of their son, Christopher, while he finishes high school here in Arizona. Overall, like, Castile is, like, a perfect fit for me. I mean, like, I get to, like, roam the hallways. I, it's just perfect for me. Yeah, so you like your school. Yeah. So that's why mom's going mom's gonna to fly and you're going to stay here. So Yeah, but I also have dad. School. And you have your dad, right? Yeah. This crisis is having ripple effects across the state. 
The Arizona School Personnel Administrators Association says over 900 teachers have resigned this school year and 30% of teaching positions are unfilled. At the Google Touchscreen, Milan Andrade, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, an event that you should know about. This Saturday, January 13th at 8 p.m., head over to the Tell Mama Bar in Sierra Vista for some live music from Temascal. Enjoy craft cocktails, beer, and wine while catching the sounds of a multicultural reggae quartet from Tucson playing classics and originals. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Daniel Farah. Daniel was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan in 1947. He graduated from Michigan State University, where he was a member of the Phi Delta Theta fraternity and the likely origin of his appreciation for Motown music. He loved to keep up with MSU sports and was named an honorary coach from his many years of dedication to supporting their teams. He was united in marriage to Pamela at the Park Congregational Church in Grand Rapids in 1970. Daniel was also an avid golfer and member of the Doghouse Golf League at State's Golf Course. Later in life, he made Arizona his home. He is survived by his wife of 53 years, daughter, son, niece, and nephew. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Daniel's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.